Welcome back to Dr. Drill's Making Motivation Podcast, my friends. It is a beautiful 75-degree day here in Pennsylvania, June 21st, 2018. It's a Thursday. Man, the weeks are just flying by. Time flies when you're having fun, I guess, yes? Listen, we can't afford not to have fun. I feel like every day we need to try to get out there and make our absolute best of it. There are so many examples things that people are going through that we know and love, people that we lose along the way, the inevitability of that, the inevitability of death and hardship and obstacles. We have to savor every single moment that we have. We have to save and be thankful for even, savor rather, and be thankful for even the tough times, the struggle that we're within because somebody else has it far, far worse, right? I'll tell you a quick story. A friend of mine, uh, she had lost a family member, someone very close to her, a parent, a couple years ago, and had some ill will with another family member. A lot of emotions, okay? A lot of things that she wanted to say to the family member that she was uh, having these uh, bad feelings about. Anger, regret, pain, resentment, just incredible emotions that she was, she had stored, she had accumulated regarding this, uh, this other person and accentuated by the loss of a parent. I had some conversations with my friends said, you know, how should we handle this? You know, it's maybe I, I recommended reach out to the person, tell them how you feel, you know, try to be as diplomatic as you can about it, but certainly call, call a spade a spade and address it, get it off your chest sort of deal. And after a couple years at least of thinking about that, considering how to handle this and, and, and suffering, really, in a way, trying to deliberate you know, exactly how what to do, focusing, harboring such anger towards this other person. She reached out and, without divulging details, it sounded like what she got back was a an admission of guilt and an apology and the assertion that that parent that was lost that this individual said you know what she used to straighten me out every once in a while every once in a while I would fall I would uh, fall out of line and you know your mother used to straighten me out from time to time and it was really helpful so thanks for doing it sort of deal. You know, I could be embellishing, I could be taking liberties a little bit with the degree to which this is resolved, but suffice it to say, my friend feels so much better for having finally dealt with this issue and, and reached out to this person. She's gotten a degree of closure. And I feel like this is ideal, man. This is, this is important for us all to do to forgive because 
as we've heard. New text message from Mandy. Let's see what she's got to say here. Good old Mandy Oberst. We're here. All right. Let's just then, as a, as a quick aside, my wife has gone down there to uh, the beach with some teacher buddies. They're going to party hardy for the next day. They got a little overnight planned. And I hope she has a wonderful time. It's me and the kids, and we got a party. Party's about to start as I travel at a high rate of speed back to our domicile with some takeout, some pizza, some freaking fresh chicken sandwich, a little bit of mayo, American cheese, and a grilled chicken salad for my lovely daughter. Party's freaking starting, baby. Kids, dogs, daddy, kicking ass, taking names. And allowing mommy the opportunity to get away, take a load off. So, back to my story about my buddy. Listen, we all do this. I wanted to share her story in particular because it really struck me as so powerful. You know, we assume that when we have a beef with with another person, we have an axe to grind. We build it up in our mind and we want to confront them, but you know, it's stressful to do that. You know, we want to hate them. We want to take our frustrations out on them. Um, we want to do everything but ultimately talk to them. You know, it, it's like a problem, any problem that we have, whether it's physical or mental. I've, I've observed that in some crazy, bizarre, sick way, we don't want to let go of that problem entirely. Like we, we declare that, man, my back is killing me, but we're not ready to let go of that problem entirely. This is my bad back. This is my bad neck. This is my anxiety, my depression. This is my, my problem, my interpersonal struggle. Uh, this is my, uh, my challenge, my addiction, my whatever it is, there's part of our mind and body that becomes accustomed, all too comfortable in that predicament. And so we, crazy way, reluctant to let it go. We've all been there. So I tell you right friggin' now, on this beautiful June day, forgive them. Forgive your husband, your wife, your kids, your childhood bully, your co-workers, your boss. Give them a pass just for the day. Alright? Forgive them for you. And don't just forgive them for friggin', you know, giving lip service to it. For shits and giggles. If you got a problem with somebody, address it. But try to, you know, think about it for a little bit. Put a plan together and execute that plan. Try to resolve it in the most peaceful way you possibly can. And there is a chance that that individual that you have a beef with is going to come back and say, you know what, I'm sorry. It makes a lot of sense. I, I, I apologize. And that's the best thing. If they're right, if they're wrong, in the wrong, and they have the guts to own up to it, how powerful is that? that somebody would be able to take that medicine and say, you know what, you're right. That takes a big person, though, because there's a lot of turds out there. Lord knows they're not going to own up to it when you call them on the carpet. Instead, 
they, the chance, there is a chance that they're going to come back and be defensive and say, well, no, it's you. And maybe it is you. That's what's so crazy about these things. Problems is that everybody's got a different point of view, a different perspective. I think that whether we're talking about problems on the world stage, like political struggles and famine and war and disease and technology and whatever the friggin' problem is, however big or small, everybody's got a different take on it. But I think using science and using logic and, and common courtesy and common sense, maybe we just try to boil it down and, and problem solve. Because isn't that what we've been doing since we've been on this earth? You know, back when we were just freaking hairless apes walking the earth, friggin' hunting and gathering, what was our problem? Hey, we gotta stay alive. We gotta, we need sustenance. We need to feed ourselves and our family. Then it was, man, freaking cold. We're eating our food raw. You know, wow, lightning struck, or I rubbed these sticks together, or whatever the hell happened, bang these rocks together, and I got a spark. And doesn't that smell funny? And listen, I can light a fire with this spark. Look at that. Imagine the first time we, we met when man discovered fire and that we could generate it of our own free will and our own ingenuity. And then the wheel, right? And then various tools and weaponry and, you know, things to, that we could better forage and cover more ground and fend off attackers and beasts and dinosaurs and shit, right? These are problems. My point is these are problems that we need to solve. Whether we are trying to friggin' fend off pterodactyls or put food on the table or in modern times, struggling in a, you know, not a dissimilar way, just a different world now with technology, but we still have problems that need to be solved. So we need to friggin' use our rather large computer processors in the cerebral cortex and crunch some damn numbers, man boil it down and figure out what the answer to that challenge is. How can we rise to the occasion? Because there are a lot of problems that we seem to be shrinking from as human beings, right? We're thinking with our little brain. I'm not talking about the penis head now. I'm talking about that reptilian brain, as scientists call it, that that tennis ball that is surrounded by our huge cerebral cortex, that wrinkly brain brain, squiggly squiggly brain, right? That looks like maybe a bowl of pink macaroni and cheese, right? That is our big brain. That is a fast, powerful computer processor that we can use to solve problems. The reptilian brain is automatic. It makes sure you're breathing, your heart is beating, your stress levels are managed, you can respond to a, a fight or flight situation, right? That little brain loves fear 
drama and pain. Let's use our freaking super duper squiggly squiggly brain. The brain that the zombies want to freaking, they crave, they want to eat out of our skulls. Let's use that big ass brain to solve some big ass problems and stop fighting amongst ourselves, stop bickering, and stop being at the mercy of these problems that we like to perpetuate. And we do. We covet the problems. We like to argue over them. When you just just know that when you're arguing over political shit or us versus them or black versus white, rich versus poor, when we are arguing over these problems, that's a very small idea. All right? These are small concepts, small ideas. They seem like the most insurmountable problems of the world. When you really think about it, these are friggin' easy peasy. We just need to get out of our own way, unify, function as the friggin' incredible life forms, incredible organisms capable of greatness that we are, and work together to solve these problems. Everybody has everything to gain by extending an olive branch, extending a hand to their neighbor and forgiving one another and trying to understand one another, seeing beyond our differences. I'll end with another story by a friend. said that he went down to the friggin' um, down to Philly today had some business to attend to. He was driving around, and he saw that there was some kids waiting for the bus. The kid looked like maybe he was a 10, 11, 12. And his sister was behind him. She was like four years old or something like that, five. And she was holding him by the belt with her hand, latching onto him as they waited for the bus or waited for pickup or whatever. You know, the fact that this young, very young, this boy... There are people out there, like this boy, who have to grow up really friggin' quick because of comparative challenges that they have, and we don't have a problem at all, all right? Comparatively speaking, the world is gravy. It's easy. Easier than it's ever been. This is the best time that there has ever been on this earth in terms of the potential for us to solve problems very quickly, very efficiently, very completely. You know, no longer are we friggin' walking for miles a day in order to find a friggin' watering hole, right? Or to catch our prey that we will then return home to our cave exhausted at the end of the day with our friggin' partridge or some chicken or some crap. Whatever our quarry had been, whatever our prey had been, whatever foraging, hunting, and gathering that we had to do in order to sustain life. Now, we just need to friggin' gas up our cars, get our asses to work, raise our families and be kind to one another. Let's do that today. 
don't be an anus hole, all right? Be kind to everyone you meet. Try to think outside the box when you catch yourself um, dwelling on these small things, seeing the differences instead of the similarities. Let's be kind to all creatures, great and small. Yes, yes? Kick ass and take names today. Love you all. Huh!